Hi, welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating the marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of continuously helping you to be the best you at all times. So if you're looking for real life and honest information to help you navigate relationships, we've got you covered. We got you covered, people. All right, guys. Hello, hello. We got another episode, Jamie. We do. How Good morning. How are Good you feeling? Morning. I'm I'm feel I've almost spaced out. I mean, like literally, I had I feel like I'm gonna have a bunch of brain farts with our guest here at this moment. Oh my so gosh. you might have to guide this one all the way through I for me. I got you. I okay, got you. This is you. what happens when Chris comes to Vegas. <laughs> it's like well, guys, we're in Vegas again at the great Sticky Paw Studios. Are so we thanks for having us. Matching. We we all okay. So we're all matching. This is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> We have this knack to doing this all the time, <laughs> all the time. All right. So this is amazing. All right, guys. So we got a new episode today and we have a great guest. And I mean, this guy, Jamie, I'm going to let you know, we have this MMA and UFC fighter on the show today. And from what I've researched, this guy is working on his way up the rankings quickly. Mm-hmm. Currently number 13 in the world. He continues to push himself to be the best athlete and at the top of his sport. Please welcome Cody Stamen to the show. What's up, buddy? How you doing? All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for showing up. And I just met him. We were at um, a UFC shooting event. Um, We have a mutual friend, John. We love you, John. Um, And so, yeah, I kind of like finagled this last minute. So thank Thank you you so much for for hanging out. It actually worked out perfect because I had a couple hours today that I could make it happen. So that's good. I'm so excited to tell you, like to hear all about your world because this is like, I know it's It's a strange world. I'm sure it is, but it's a huge industry though. And it's so competitive Mm -hmm. to, so to find out that you're actually ranked 13th, that's freaking huge. So yeah, thank you. To you. you. Yeah. Wow. You know, when I started MMA, it wasn't as big as it is now. I mean, it's grown exponentially in the past few years. Even even when I, I've been in the UFC for four years now, even when I got in the UFC, it wasn't as competitive as it is now. I mean, it, now it's international. It's not. Wow. There's people you have to worry about that, that live in the mountains that don't have electricity or running water. Like you have to fight those guys that are just unbelievable. They're just the hardest people you've ever met in your life. <laughs> I, it, it's, it's crazy. I mean, they're. Like you think that in America, you know, there's a lot, a lot of really tough people, but there's a lot of really tough people outside of America right. that are now competing in MMA because you know there's a ton of opportunity to make money. I mean, these guys literally come from nothing, right? So. But dude, you're 13. I mean, that's that says a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're hardcore. I mean, so tough or not? Oh, the, screw the other guys, dude. Yeah, you're 13. Exactly. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're from? I heard you're from Michigan. Mm-hmm. So tell I'm us a Michigan. little bit about that. Like, um, <clears throat> you know, being in Michigan, and then now you're here in Vegas. You've been here for how many years? A couple of years, yeah. I mean, so I just ran out of opportunities in Michigan. I mean, if I could live in Michigan, and I could have the same opportunities that I could have here, I think I would still be there. But okay. For my career, it just made sense, you know, especially, and I'm super blessed because when COVID happened, everything shut down and I was already here. So I still had the opportunities that a lot of other people didn't, you know, a lot of people couldn't fly. A lot of people couldn't, you know, I still have opportunities to fight. You know, I was on the top of the list because I didn't have to travel. I I was, I was already here. I was already on on an implant to Vegas. So it worked out. It's worked out. It's been the best thing that I've done in my career is 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 move away from home and there's just I don't have the distractions that a lot of people have when they come to Vegas. You know, okay. I don't I don't go to the nightclubs. I don't I don't do those things. I did those things as a young man and I've seen it and done it and I I'm just not into it anymore. So uh, Vegas is 
is a distraction-free place where I can just focus on mm. getting better at yeah. MMA and right. know, being the best athlete that I can be. He said Vegas is a distraction-free place. You've said that. Yeah, yes. I did yeah. say that. Wow. Wow. So, which tells me like how focused and driven yeah. you are mm-hmm. and committed to your sport. Yeah, I mean, I actually moved out here when I was like 23 years old and I was here for... I came out here with a girl. We broke up. I mean, Vegas does that to people. <laughs> Couples that come to Vegas, they don't last I, long. I think moving does yeah. that to people. Yeah, I think she probably time, moved you know? here and was like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, some other what did I get like, myself like, into? Because I always this. say, like, we have, like, the hottest of the hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, granted, everyone is into their own thing, but... We have like some hot women here. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just a visitor. Hot men too. Hot yeah, men good too. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but you know, okay, so wait, continue so, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, please. Sorry, I cut you off. So I was here, and now I find myself single, young, single, professional athlete, and like any young single man, I explored Vegas, <laughs> <laughs> and it ended up being just completely counterproductive to what I was actually moving to Vegas for. So. I made a decision. I'm like, listen, I got to get out of this town. This is not for me. Like, okay. I'm not mature enough to handle this. I got to get out of here. Otherwise, I'm going to end up being the guy that had all the talent and never did anything. You know what I mean? So I ended up going back home and kind of refocusing. And then when my career finally took off, uh, I got to a place where, you know, I was mature enough that I could come out here and handle what Vegas is and, and stay away from the things that, you know, I think a lot of athletes and fighters that come out here get into and they get lost in it. I mean, the city is, mm-hmm. there's, yeah. like you said, there's so many beautiful people here. And if that's a vice that you have, and I think most people do, you know, uh, you're going to be in trouble in a big hurry. But uh, luckily for me, I, I got that out of my system. Well, good for man. you for regrouping, yes. first of all, and going home and making a statement on what you really wanted. And if we can segue into this, because this is all about what we're talking about on our topic today with you, Cody, is the fact that... um you know, it's, it's go for the gold. That's the name of our topic today. Something sometimes taking a chance and going for what you want can end up being very rewarding. And like you just said, starting off the bat, you coming at a very young age and then having to go, fuck, you know, I can get caught up in the city like anyone would, you know, yes. um, but then going home, regrouping and really pushing for what you wanted. That's what this topic's about. So thank you for starting off that way and just yeah. led me, led just a easy segue for me. Um, so now that you're here in training and everything like that, I have one question and we we're going to jump into a bunch of stuff, but this is something I've always wanted to know. How often? often do you fight and how often do you have to train? I know you're training all the time, but is it, as you get better and better at the sport, is it, um, you know, fights farther and few between to train for those fights? Cause they get bigger and bigger. Yeah. So, I mean, when you're coming up in the sport, it's pretty much whenever the opportunity strikes, you need to be prepared. You need to be ready to fight. Um, but like you said, as you get better, uh, you have ample time to prepare. I mean, saying that COVID kind of changed that a little bit because people are dropping off left and right in Las Vegas. So I've had my last three fights were on two weeks notice. So you kind of have to be in pretty good shape all the time to be prepared for those. But I do normally have, you know, three to four months. I have an idea that way I can kind of plan my training. And my training is much more scientific than when, you know, I was training in a garage in Michigan or at a little gym in Michigan or bouncing around or doing whatever. You know, out here with the UFC Performance Institute and all the great coaches that are out here, you really do things exactly the right way. So you have to live a very, very strict lifestyle, a very strict training regimen, and, and it's all based on science. So it's 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 vastly different than, than how I came up. But 
you're seeing that in MMA because now there's so much money and so much attention mm-hmm. in the sport. You know, if you're going to make it to the top, you have to do everything right. You can't s- skip any of those steps, you know, because the difference between me as the number 13 guy and the best guy in the world is a percent. Okay. It's a good day and a bad day. Right. So yes. Everything has to come together on fight night for you to be successful because everyone is so good at this point that anyone can win. You know, it's like a, a, f- a football team that's, you know, uh, two and 14 goes against the best team in the world and they win. And you're like, how did that happen? It's like, well, they had the best day and the other team had the worst day. And that does happen. It happens all the time. And and in May, it happens in all sports. So you're just doing everything you can outside of the actual cage to make sure that you have the best day possible. Okay. The best. So you say scientific Define that to me and maybe like um, some of our listeners. So I think things that have changed, I mean, it was always, kind of like you just you were on the grind so you were just trying to outwork yourself from the day before you were just trying to do as much as you could mm-hmm. and pr- basically break your body every day you know to I guess be the, the the toughest athlete and but we've learned that that's not actually the best way to do it so yeah I wear like an aura ring that tracks like my heart rate I do all kinds of, I mean, baseline testing. So if I run on the treadmill for six minutes and my heart rate is this, this is how good a shape I'm in. But if I, if I do that, I do would do that same test uh, continuously throughout my fight camp in preparation for a fight to see how much better I am and to see kind of what my what what my body, how my body is reacting to the workouts that I'm doing. Okay. So instead of just killing ourselves like every pushing day. yourselves to the limit every yeah, day right yeah we're, we're, we're doing this we're doing things in a way that we kind of break our body give ourselves time to recover and so instead of if of just burying yourself all the time you're kind of just going like this all the time you're like on this little graph where you do have to you know obviously do the hard workouts and and do the things that are required of the most brutal sport in the world you know in preparation but also you have to take time to recover. You mm-hmm. have to d- do all these other things. And that's like, you know, why I got into into the shooting sports and doing other things that were outside of MMA. Because, like, I was so focused on MMA for so long that I didn't really have any hobbies outside of outside of fighting. You know what I mean? Like, maybe women, but now I'm in, like, a, a great hobby. A, yeah, it's, a, you <laughs> know, it's, it's the best great hobby. hobby. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, now I'm in a committed relationship. And it's like, I, I had to find things that I enjoyed doing that weren't MMA. You right. know what I mean? So I could force myself to recover and if, give my body a break. Otherwise, I was just going to, you know, kind of fall back into the same thing where I was just in the gym, in the gym, in the gym. And then that's when the injuries happen and that's when you mm-hmm. don't really see the progress that you need to see if you want to make the top. What's your uh, mental game? Mental like? game? I mean, so I've seen exercise psychologists... Um, Mental game is a huge part of fighting mm-hmm. because I mean you have to be you have to be there you have to be present on. Game I was going to say so because it's, it's much of a routine as your physical. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, basically, when you're in the gym, you're training reactions. You want to have the right reactions in the right situations, and you know you also have to you know come with a, a certain amount of confidence, and you need to you need to know that when you step in the cage that that you have done everything that you can do to to win. You know, so I think a lot of the mental game for me is just doing the things right before the fight. I mean, I know that I didn't take any shortcuts. I know that I I, I was disciplined. I, I did the right things. And I think there's a lot of confidence that comes with that. And then, you know, trusting in the process, you know, over years and years and years of, of hard work, just knowing that, 
you know, when I get in there, I'm going to know what to do and, and not worrying and just being very present, very mindful, uh, in that situation. I think that's, that's what makes a great athlete is someone that can take everything that they've done mm-hmm. and pull it together in those moments. Right. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm not perfect. You know, if I was perfect, I'd be, I'd be number one. I'm number 13. So, I mean, it's a constant, you're in this constant mental battle with yourself. Right. You're just trying to, okay, I did this. It worked. You know, I right. did this. It didn't work. I'm not doing that <laughs> not anymore. You know, you're yeah. constantly kind of like reinventing your mental game to, to figure out exactly what makes you tick. And you learn a lot about yourself in that okay. process. Well, really the do. question I have um, off that note, which is why uh, the topic, you know, saying going for the gold, and this is thank you for everything you you do and you saying that. Um, it, it's like you're really like working on yourself all the time to be mm-hmm. the best you that you can be. And yeah. it's that thing where um, I like the fact that, you know, you said, and that was one of the questions I had, you know, I'm glad you asked about the mental side of it, but you were talking about, you know, a lot of times at the beginning of anything, we put so much into just, how we make how do we make this work? And then we lose ourselves and we don't take time for ourselves. And I like the fact that you said, yeah, you know, like I didn't even have a hobby. Yeah. And now it's like, I know you fish, you, you know, you do guns and all that stuff like that. Um, I think that's great because it takes you away. Everyone needs a break. You do. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm glad. So how often for you, um, when you're in it, for instance, um, how do you like, you know, when do you know, in theory, when do you need a break? Like, you know, I know we all push ourselves hard, but do you have to sometimes catch yourself, say, I need a break, or do you just kind of put that in your regimen already? So I normally have a day allotted out where I won't do anything. That's great. Related. That's what I want to know. Just mm-hmm. a full 24 hours, whether it's I'm going to go hunting, I'm going to go shooting, I'm going to go fishing, I'm going to go hang out by the lake, something outdoors. Okay. I just feel like that's kind of what resets me is 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 just getting outside and maybe even going for a hike okay i mean seeing some nice scenic stuff there i mean some amazing stuff to see outside of vegas Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people that visit las vegas don't realize that i mean there's there's red rock i mean there's all kinds of there's mount charleston there's amazing places to go so for me it's just about getting away from mma and getting away from people maybe leaving my phone at home and just kind of resetting and i didn't I, i never really realized like how much that actually helps me but like come monday i'm i, I can't wait to go to the gym right, i can't you right. know what i mean but if i've been in the gym all weekend it's kind of like i'm dragging ass again. like yeah. i get there i'm like damn it's I a cycle it's a, it's a cycle yeah right yeah but if you take the time for yourself and, and and get out of your own head and just enjoy yourself and just be present in that in that moment doing whatever it is like it, it is so beneficial and that's that's something i learned from uh, exercise psychologist and it, like that, that's literally what he told me to do okay it's such a great reset yeah well, and so many aspects of, of life um well i i told you i'm yeah. like i need you shared it. that before sometimes like i'm traveling mm-hmm. like i think last week i was uh six six or seven states and like the pe- period of like eight days so sometimes I don't even have that that day to take to myself in a week so Mm -hmm. mine is like that extra hour so sometimes I'm like dragging ass and tired but I know that I need that hour like no social media no phone just to connect with myself and you know give myself that pep talk and be like all right you know you're here this is what our focus is today and so that gets me on track um you mentioned something um interesting to me on your day off um so are you doing your girlfriend on your day off? Oh yeah. Or are you, are <laughs> yeah. you, um, or are you like taking that day like strictly to you? Like, no, no, how no, are I... you, how are you balancing that with your sport? Because that's very difficult for a lot of people to do when it you is. are involved in yeah. such a competitive sport is yeah. finding that balance between what you want 
and making sure that your your girlfriend is getting like the time and attention that yeah and i'm glad we talked about that because that is something that you absolutely have to do when you're in a relationship you know i get so and i'm lucky that she's a lot she's very similar to me she she uh she runs a medical practice so she's extremely busy i mean she's very very focused and and committed to her work and and making sure that things are going the way they should so in that respect we we are very very alike you know what i mean we're both very goal driven um so that makes it a little bit easier i've dated girls that you know wanted my attention nonstop, right. and i just i can't it's yeah, exhausting I can't, yeah i cannot give that to you like mm-hmm. my, my, you know what i mean my work is my life my career it's it's like i i love what i do so it's hard for me to it's hard to pull me away from that so yeah i mean part of you know my day off is 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 spending time with her where you know what i mean she's not working i'm not working because it's so easy to get caught up in yes it is the grind of a week you know and then it feels like two weeks have gone by and you haven't had a conversation outside of what do you want for dinner tonight yeah how was work do you guys live together yeah okay so are there days like when you have your day off that you are like you know what babe i'm taking this day to myself like you're on your own or do you like to incorporate your free day with her? No, I mean sometimes. So like like last weekend, for example, um, I went up camping. I brought my dog. We went we went and uh, we camped in like a remote place, like three hours north of here. And she had like a girls' night, oh, a couple okay. girls' oh, that's the great. night. So yeah. And then I came back, and you know, I was telling her about my camping trip. She's telling me about her girls' night, and that was like, I, it was our day off. But also, you know, we weren't we weren't together, and we both worked a crazy exhausting week. Yeah. But, it was good because we both got that opportunity and you know i'm not so selfish as to tell her like you know what what to do on her day off you know what i mean maybe i want to go i want to go hunting or Mm -hmm. i want to go shooting she doesn't want to do that you know (laughs) good chance chance she doesn't want to do that but um so you know she has her thing i have mine and then you know finding time to make it work i mean you really have it's like anything you have to put the effort into a relationship to make it work and if you don't it falls apart and you become strangers, even though you live together. It yeah. happens so fast. I, I, I'm saying here, here to that because I totally understand that. Like my, you know, my girlfriend, she's in the medical field as well. She's a doctor. And so she's constantly busy. And we are like, I, I'm a tennis pro. So it's like I get up really early in the morning and she does as well. And our, we're just intertwining and passing all the time. And we have to always stop. Like we've discussed a lot mm-hmm. on taking a break and checking in with each other. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, like I said, we have you know, you know her well enough now. Like I know my significant other where it's like, okay, when we have our time, we have to really, we spend time together, but we also know that we need to have some time to ourselves as well. And that's quite all right. Because as long as there's a schedule, like you said, I feel like, you know, it, it all works out really well because it's, it's just a recharge for all of us that we all need. And, and if there's a grind that you have and she has, especially for you um, as well, um, that grind could get monotonous. And so, and that's very, it's it, very monotonous. And so when that happens for you, I know at your age and stuff as well, because, you know, with your commitment and things like that, um, where, um, where do, where do you see yourself? Like, what are the rewards that you see where you're at right now with what you're doing? Are you, are you feel like you're on the right path? You feel good about everything? I know there's, there's always more to work on. I get that. But how do you feel inside of you right now when you're doing this? I, I mean, I, honestly, I, I feel great. You know, I feel like, so, I mean, so before anything happens, right, like when you first start uh, a sport, right, mm-hmm. you have these dreams, you have these goals, and you have these things that you want to do. And I feel like I'm doing a lot of them now. And sometimes I have to kind of check back in. And I try not to look past. I'm kind of that guy that's always looking too far ahead. Yeah, marching yeah. forward. But <laughs> every now and then, uh, it's good to look back and be like, you know, when I was 
broke and 21 years old and I had nothing but this dream of being, you know, a, a ranked UFC fighter, you know, with a shot at, you know, being the best. Um, like I'm making that happen. Yeah, you you know what I mean? So you, you have to really take time to appreciate, you know, all the hard work and every, all the sacrifices that you've made. And that's just a huge just part of just being thankful. And, th and that goes all the way across all aspects of life. I feel like if you're really thankful for everything that you have, I mean, your life is just so much more peaceful. You know what I mean? If your significant other does something for you, you got to be truly thankful for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? She helps you out in a way you need to be thankful. And I find myself um, in between fights, you know, and instead of and this took 10 years for me to figure out instead of in between fights thinking, okay, who's next? What's, mm -hmm. ha what's happening next? Taking a little bit of time and just being thankful for what happened. You know what I mean? Being thankful that, you know, I have the opportunities that I have today. And, um, instead of like, you know, looking to run downhill at the next thing, uh, just sitting around enjoying the view for a minute because, uh, I have been really blessed. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm lucky, but I have gotten lucky, right. you know, I mean, there's a lot of times when things could have went a different way and, and I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be sitting with you guys and, and my life would look completely different. So, uh, you know, I'm thankful for, for everything that I have now. And, um, that is, is a heaven sent because I probably went 10 years, you know, never looking in the rear view <laughs> never thinking about, you know, what was happening around me. Even when I got into the UFC, there wasn't like a, there was like a day, it was like a celebration afterwards. Right. You know I mean, I, I thought I won my first fight, you know, a, a, a dream came true, but then it was like sitting down, having a meeting Monday, like, who do we want to go after next? Like who's, who are we fighting next? So I was uh, immediately in that, that next stage, like, okay, what happens, what happens next? And I, it literally, I'm telling you 10 years of doing that before I actually sat down and was like, Hey, like, you got to look around, smell the roses, enjoy, right. you know, enjoy but this path. Otherwise a lot of people have a really hard time by, yeah. doing that. Yeah. So the yeah. fact that you're able to be present and enjoy that moment, yeah, you, you that's said, pretty incredible. Yeah. You said 10 years. I mean, trust me, you're way ahead of schedule. I mean, it's like, it's I get, I get that all the time. And, and I know you're really busy as well, Jamie. And so, so Cody, that's one of those things where people like, you know, like just anyone in general, I'm not gonna say people like us, but just anyone in general, like we know what we want. You know, that's like I said, like I'm always, my eye is on the prize all the time. And there's moments where my mom has said this to me, you know, my, my ex-wife said this, my girlfriend, you know, everybody said, slow down, take time yeah. yourself. And so you're way ahead of the curve. I'm yeah. looking at you going, well, no, damn, he's a, got his shit together. It's know? a constant struggle. It's yeah, like, I understand it that. Is. It's, yeah. a constant, it's a constant struggle. But, but the good news is you actually, you're like your thought process, even just you sitting, you're just so calm to your right. thought process. You know, like you, you're mm -hmm. 10 years, that's nothing. You're you're way ahead of schedule, dude. Well, so thank you. Yeah. Thank you. doesn't like, feel that way. I but. get that. But I'm watching going, damn, I need to change my tune sometimes, <laughs> you know? So I admire that. Yeah, you're doing great. You're way ahead. And I love that, that, but that's part of, um, what you were saying before that about how you get done with the fight and you look for the next one, but that's the energy that keeps pushing you though. And that's one of the things I've written down here. It's like, you know, guys, um, most importantly about, you know, going for what you really want is just, you gotta always continuously follow through that. That's a huge part of this. You know, like we could have all the abilities in the world. We could have this, we could have that, but you gotta follow through with, with your actions on what you want and, and, and doing the work quite frankly. Right. I agree. All right. I got to put him on the spot, though. Ooh, go ahead. So you've okay. been dating this wonderful woman for two years? Longer. Oh, oh how long? Uh, almost five years. Five years. Mm -hmm. Are you engaged? I'm not. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't know. What do you that is an on the spot question. Look at these. I know. Look at him now. Now, now he's like swiveling over there. He's like, ah, shit. Good question. Your girlfriend just texted me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, hit him with the question. What are you waiting for? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it just, uh, it's just something that I've never really felt like I had to rush. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I literally feel like we both know that we're right for each other, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we're each other's person. And I don't want to say that I'm, I'm waiting for the right time, but I kind of feel like I am. I kind of feel like I'm waiting for a time when, you know, both our lives slow down a little bit and we can focus yeah. on each other and we can move forward and maybe... Because for me, like, getting married always meant, like, I wanted to get married, start having a family. Right. You know what I mean? And that's not something that I see in my near future, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, But I think that, you know, when I start thinking about, you know, having kids and, and, you know, going pro, uh, then I think that'll happen. But right now, I just, I don't know that I can give her everything she needs as a husband you know what I mean right. because I, Ooh, I I'm, admire still, that. I'm still I'm still still kind of so in love with myself and my career mm-hmm. that I'm I'm not going to be able to give her everything I feel like that she deserves uh in a relationship mm. because I'm 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 still you're not of, there I'm, yet I'm that's married, okay I'm married to MMA I really right. am I'm married to that's what I always fighter. say I'm married yeah. to the game boys. right yeah. sorry right all right, like well, I, I love mean, what I do, and um, so I'm right there with you. I feel like if you guys have that understanding, what's the rush? And society puts that on us a lot exactly. of times. Like, I was gonna so say, hey, so much you're you're like you've been together five years. What's the rush? Exactly. It's I want to be like, man, it, right? Really? Uh, it's yeah. such like societal things. And if you've been together ten years, I know people that have been together twenty years and they still haven't gotten married. Why do we have to get married? Exactly. And you said something just to kind of like, you know, with the question she asked you, trust me, you were never on the spot, you know, you're, you're on the right path. That's all you you're are on YouTube. Definitely, and the reason yeah. why I'm saying on the right path, because you, and it sounds like from what you just said that you and her are on the same page. Yes. And so, and I get the fact that what you said, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you guys are on the same page, you communicate the facts. You know, I feel like when you're right with a loaded, I call it a loaded question, mm-hmm. um, because when society does ask that question, like you said something where a part of me was like, but that's the stock answer. You know, like, you know, when I think of married, I think of family and da da da. And it's so much more than that now because it's like, you guys right now for five years, I mean, you guys are in it together and, yep. and you're still together. So yep. that's huge, you know? So, you know, it's, it's just don't, you're on the right path, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And, and when that time comes, you'll both know. Yeah. There's no I rush. Think so. I think no. so. I mean, I, I honestly think if, if, if I went and bought a ring today, asked her today she would say yes there's right. no question yeah um you know i think that's in in marriage for me it, it's something i would do for her you know of course uh, it's i don't i think girls grow up and she, it like, may not be important to her have you guys had that conversation no, I, I think i think it is important to her and, okay. and we we have talked about it i mm-hmm. mean we've talked a lot about it. I think, like, I, I, like, trust like her family, Jamie. Yeah, her family, my family, they've talked to us about it. Like, hey, what are you guys waiting for? Like, we're ready for grandkids. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's that like, pressure. But that's I'm the like, pressure, though, you know? You know, and like, and, and every time that conversation comes up, you know, like, we both, we're both kind of like, Ooh. oh, God. Right. Like, wait, 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 you know, because I don't think either one of us are, are ready to settle down and have a family because, like I said, we're both pretty selfish right. in our career still. So, 
But the good of that is, though, is the fact that you guys are on this. Once again, you're on the same page because it's only it's only for you. Yeah. And I hate when, like, you know, when the families get involved in a way. Yes, we want to we want to help grow yeah. that family yeah, for sure. Yeah. Fifty years ago, you dated a girl for six months. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then you asked her dad, like, "Hey, can I marry you?" That and was we're both me. from small towns. So yeah, that's, okay, right. That's the norm, right? You, yeah. you start dating a girl, you. I feel like in six months, you don't even know someone. <laughs> Thank you very much. After sometimes, what, five years? People don't know yeah, each other I, still. I, I, yeah. I, two, uh, two years. I tell, like, uh-huh. two years before. I feel like I've dated a couple girls for uh, two years, and I feel like I didn't, I had no idea who they were until we hit the two year mark. And I started seeing, like, things come to the surface that you know, I heard you guys talk about it, like red flags that maybe I ignored. Mm-hmm. Right. But then I couldn't ignore them anymore. Like, they were waving them in my face. <laughs> right. Shit. His pockets were full. He's yeah, like, I don't I gotta, have any more space for this. I, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, uh, I mean, obviously we're way past that. And, you know, I've seen the best and the worst and, and you know, none of that scared me away. So, I mean, I'm here and I'm like, I'm. You're I'm, committed. Yeah, I'm yeah. 100% committed to her. And, and, she, and she knows that, you know, and, and I, I just, I'm at a place in my life where, you know, I'm not going to go be a scumbag. I'm not going to go, you know, cheat on, cheat on her and, and, and be that guy just because like that stuff really doesn't interest me anymore. Like, I feel like that's, that was a young man's game. And now I'm, I, I believe you because he said the whole thing about Vegas is what? He said, what is Vegas? And he goes, it's not even. You guys, I, I always say like being born and raised here, mm-hmm. if you have addictive personality, this you're town done. will chew you yeah. up and spit you out. Yeah, like, you're surviving in here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like, going, I believe the fact that I have no need. I'm like, you're, you had to leave and come back yeah. to get away, you know, and, and become getting a better space. So I 100 believe that. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm like, yeah, born and raised here. I did the club thing. By the time I turned 20, I wasn't even interested. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't gamble. So this town is like nothing to me. Mm -hmm. So growing up here, I go anywhere else and, and I'm good to go. I've seen it all. Yeah. I mean, this, you'll, the things you'll see in this town in a month, (laughs) (laughs) like you won't see somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know how people grow up here. You guys, I was shocked when I went to LA for the first time because here it's a 24 hour town. Mm-hmm. You want steak and lobster at three in the morning. You can get it. You get whatever you want. Except for playing halo. Apparently <laughs> you can't play halo. Yeah, apparently circus circus shuts it down. <laughs> wow. but, Our previous guests had that saying. So yeah. So, um, LA in the club for the first time here in Vegas, we don't go out until like 11, 12 o'clock. We yeah. have late dinners. So we're literally like rolling in when the sun's coming up. That's just how we do European it. European style. Um, you know, I'm in LA. I, I go to the century club that might age me a little. Um, <laughs> but lights come on at, you know, one I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> What's happening? And they're like, it's a last call. Yeah. A last call. Right. What the hell is a last call? We don't do that here. Cody's like, I started my first match at that time. That's my first fight at 1.45 a.m. What the hell, man? Yeah, we're not. We're just getting started in Vegas. Yeah. So now I'm like, you know, grandma, I'm not going anywhere unless I'm I'm getting paid. And, And not in that way, guys. But you know what I mean? It's just not. It's not an interest. It's, we've to we've me. grown. That's yeah. let's put that. We've all we're just grown. we're just in yeah. a different place. But you, you have to kind of go through it, right? Of course yeah. you do. You have to yeah. experience that. And I'm that. so grateful for that. Yeah. So grateful for right. that. Um, and just I mean, so you being from Michigan, coming here, it had to be like a big culture shock for you. Yeah, I mean, right. I literally grew up in like a town that's known for 
farming apples. You know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Vegas was a, a very big culture shock. And like everything in Vegas is just like right there in your face. Right. You know what I mean, like if you want it, you can get it here. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was going to say. You at least got to, you know, take your swim stuff off and skinny dip, right? And take yeah. a ch- chance at the first. And once you're out, yeah. like, whoa. You know, take and a step like, back and get and your you shit put your together. shorts back on. And Thank you're like, you. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'm I'm like, you know what? I'm done with me. that live. Yeah. Now let me just get serious. Now. Do so. you um, do you do the strip clubs here? No. No. Have you ever been? I have. Yeah. Have yeah. you gone with your girlfriend? Uh, actually, yeah. I think we have gone together. It's. I don't know. I just doesn't. It doesn't do the same thing for me. And I think it does for other people. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've done them. I think. I think it's a. I think it's an awesome place to hang out. I mean, if especially. I mean. You guys talked about it on your last podcast about like being desensitized to things. Mm-hmm. Like I go to a strip club and I was like, I'm like, this place have good food. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like great. I'm like, I want to know what the menu is. Like I got because the strip clubs in in it's Detroit and Michigan. Cart. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, like the strip clubs in Detroit, they're like some of the best restaurants in Michigan. So like. That literally, when I go to the strip club, I'm like, uh, I'm gonna get a steak. Uh, right. Like, well, do you, you know, it's like, like background no, I don't, I don't noise, right? It's that. background exactly. noise, right? Exactly. See, thank God I have a guy See, that I've, back me up I've on that. I've not now. experienced. So, you say that a lot, I but that. I have not experienced that. Like, we go and we have like one thing in mind. Like, we're not thinking like background noise right. or like what's on the menu here. We know what's on the menu because it's in your face. No, yeah. but I understand it. But I'm row. sure <laughs> when he when he takes his girlfriend there, the first time of it, it's like. Hey, your experience is together. So yes, you're in it that way. I'm sure yeah. Cody on the first times I go, okay, so honey, we're here. I'm gonna uh, order now. Okay. Yeah. It's like, you know, he it's it's a, we, it's I a I think we went with a big a group. We went with a big group of people. Okay. So it was it was like a it was like a it was like a party. Yeah. I mean yeah. We, we, we had a good time. But also, you know, I think I would have had just as good a time if we all just went to a steakhouse or a different place. I hear you, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. That, I'm digging his vibe. That I doesn't do interest me the yeah. same way. Yeah, I'm, I think it does. I'm digging people. the topic with his vibe because I now want to delve in. I'm glad you're starting the relationship side of it because, like, that's this all. That's you know, guys. So um, we have Cody Stamen on here on the show today, and once again, thank you for being here. And um, it's just one of those things where. You know, we, we have an MMA fighter on a relationship show. And look at him. He's, he's getting deep now with us. And that's great. And <laughs> right. that's why the topic at hand, you know, everything you do that you apply to your, you know, to your job is same applied stuff for you in your relationship life because you have to work hard at it. You know, you mm-hmm. have to put in the time, the effort. You have to take time out. You know, these are things that we all do to go for what we want. And it's no different than putting out, well, I'm going for that girl. You still got to put in the work, the effort in. Kind of, it's a mental thing. It's all of it as well. So that's why... I think I think this is a perfect match today for you being here on the show. What you're sharing with us, it's it's all goes hand in hand. We can all learn something from all of this. So yeah, absolutely. And go ahead. I think I think I uh, learned the hard way. Uh, <laughs> like you know, I did everything wrong for a long time before I I figured anything out. So um, I just I figured out what I don't want to do. You know what I mean? In right. my early twenties. To realize like okay now like this is actually what i want this is okay. actually what i enjoy this is actually this is the person i want to be like someone said something to me that really messed me up somebody asked me because i have a younger sister who's uh 22 now uh asked me this um because she just got her like first boyfriend you know and i'm freaking out i'm like oh, this is crazy and she's such a good kid and i, I shouldn't have even never been worried but someone asked me they're like so if you were you know the person like would you want your sister to date you they asked me that and i was just like oh god no no (laughs) hell no i would no if like i showed up at my own doorstep and i was dating 
my, I would I would freak out. I'd be like, get out, get out now, <laughs> oh, get out. Oh, I'm going to throw hands, okay. get out of here. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm like, God, I, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be that person. You know what I mean? I want to be, I want to be the opposite of that. You yeah. know what I mean? I want to be the person that you want to bring home because you're a good person and you know that yeah. and you have nothing to hide. Like, and I met this kid and I really tried to intimidate him and I could just tell he was a good person and, and like he had nothing to hide and that he had nothing but good intentions for my sister. So I was like, okay, cool. So All you right. were there on the first date? No, 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 no. I, like they'd been dating for a while. I think, uh, you know, I, I'm a lot older than my sister. So I think I was probably the first one in my family to know. Like, I think she was terrified of my dad and my younger brother finding out. Right. Um, I would have been terrified of you. Yeah, he knows yeah. what you do, right? Right, right. He does, and I told him that too. Actually, I told him that. I was like, "You know what I do for a living?" And He's got his bio. He like, like, yes, oh, I do, God. sir. He I was do. like, "Yeah, man, I'm a big fan." And I was like, "That's not the reaction that I was thinking I was going to get." Um, yeah, and actually, uh, I flew him out, and and they stayed with me for the weekend. Oh, that's He's great. A super nice kid. Good. Um, I was super. I was like super. Super. I just expected that to be a different thing. You know what I mean? I thought it was going to be like me. You know, like, being hey. like intimidating. Can I help you da- on like, that one? <laughs> I know you probably have something to say, but can I help you on that <laughs> yeah. one? The reason why, and I'm glad that, you know, she chose a really good guy is the fact that, you know, it's your sister. I mean, yeah. come on. You're like, it doesn't, all the other side of it, I've done that with my sisters as well. And my first time we said, I was like, you just, we just got to trust them. Right. But at mm-hmm. the same time, we, you know, your sister, hopefully well enough to be like, she makes good choices. Yeah. Hope, hopefully, you know, that's what we she say. She does. Hopefully. She does. And, and a generation yeah. of kids that do not make good choices. Yeah. Yes. Right. And you probably deep down knew that, but I'm with you on that. You know, yeah. like we just want to make our presence, but like we yeah. want what's best for our family and this and that. I can't wait for you to be a dad if that happens, dude. <laughs> it's I just know. like, and you have a little girl because we all go, like it's for terrifying. me, I have two girls and I go, man, do I really want my girls to date someone like me? Well, yes, I do, but I've been through some shit, you know, yeah. I've done some shit. So yeah. it's like, that's the other side of it that you think about. So we put ourselves in that situation all the time so you met my little at the range and oh yeah yeah so she's always like i do not want to bring anyone home to meet you because you're so scary i'm like (laughs) i'm the nicest person ever like what are you freaking worried about because she's like the same she 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 just turned 20 oh yeah so but she's like the same like never had a boyfriend um She's been on dates with like nice guys, but she's so freaking picky. Yeah. So I always like get excited when like someone's coming to pick her up. Um, but I mean, she's such a good girl that I'm like, eh, all right. <laughs> but on the dates that they, yeah, I'm, I'm really not like one of the dates they, they had planned out, like he was taking her fishing and a picnic and I'm like, what? Those weren't the dates I was going yeah, on like when I was happens. like, yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, um, but yeah, I think her focus is just like, you know, other things, but it, it's always, you never know who's going to like show up. So yeah, it's hard. Well, I want to say that Very you've good. raised some good girls because just like your sister and my <laughs> sisters and everyone else, even you probably, you know, me and yourself, Jamie, yeah. it's like. We, we always got to experiment and do something because we yeah. never know where our life takes us, but hopefully use those as lessons. Like you said, you talked about how, yeah, I'm early twenties, man. <laughs> I was like out there, but yeah. we go through, we have to go through that to figure you out do. who we are. Right. Yeah, I mean, if do. we don't, Absolutely. there's guys when I, once again, I feel like you are so far ahead of the schedule. Yes. Like there's guys that I hear back, you know, obviously all the time with a lot of my girlfriends in LA, they're like, dude, all these guys are like, they're like, you know, they're mama's boys. They're like, they're yeah. so childish and they're 30, 40. So there's no age. It's like, you're just ahead of the curve and you, you know who you yeah. are. Do you think line. that you maybe had influence and in like the type of guys that she chooses? 
Uh, I think I had influence on the type of guys that she didn't, wouldn't choose. Okay. Really? I mean? That's because, interesting. So, uh, so, I mean, we're 10 years apart. Yeah. So, like, I think Shelby saw, like, when she was coming into age, like, the wild animal that I was when I was young. You know what I mean? And probably saw, like, oh, yeah, I probably don't want a guy like right. that. And, and, and like, n- now that I'm, uh, I'm older and, and things have changed, I think that she wanted someone that was um, not like her brothers and her dad, someone that was a little more mellow, someone that was maybe a complete opposite, but also someone that was like caring and protective the same way that we are. Right. You know That's I mean? a very valid perspective, mm-hmm. by yeah, the way. Like mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. I mean, because mm-hmm. the. She kind of went like opposite then. So she went opposite as far as like, so I mean, we're all very like. I don't want to say alpha male because that's super cliche, but I mean, I guess you could categorize us as that. You know what I mean? Like we're, we grew up in the country, we hunt, we fish, mm-hmm. we do these, we do these like, I guess, manly mm-hmm. things. Um, and she wanted someone that was, that didn't do those things. She wanted someone that was okay. more intellectual and, you know, stimulated her in a different way. And I think she found it in the guy that she's with because He's, he, I mean, he's like everything that you'd want your sister to date. I mean, he's That's a very great. smart kid. He's very driven. He's focused. Um, very, very attentive to her. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I was the third wheel, like, when I was around him. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt <laughs> That's like, actually I, a good I felt thing. like the yeah. weirdo. I felt like the weirdo. Like, they were on a date, <laughs> and I was, like, just their guide or something. And they, like, you know what I mean? They were just so into each other, and he was so concerned with her. And like less concerned with me, you know what I mean. And which like is I, also I, great, was, by the way. He awesome. wasn't intimidated once no, again. Not at he all. Was, I mean, yeah, that's he had awesome. Nothing, he had nothing to hide. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, if you've been in the fight game, you get real good at reading people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like, I see through people's bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fighting kind of teaches you about yourself and about other people in a way that nothing else can. Um, you know, so I like I, I can tell if someone's disingenuous. Like, I just know right away. I right. can just like feel it in them i mean because i mean when you're fighting you kind of have to know what that person's feeling you have to you know like you hit somebody really hard and you they're giving you a poker face like they're fine like nothing happened but you got to know like i got you, you know <laughs> I mean? like, so i mean you like you, you you get better at reading people and i think you know fighting also uh going back to what we were talking about it teaches you a lot about yourself it's just a it's like a it's like a crash course on who you are because if you're not a hundred percent going into a fight, I mean, mentally with everything you have going on in your life, like it's going to come out in that fight. You know what I mean? Because when something happens that you face some adversity in a fight, uh, the same way you'd face it in life. Um, if you're, you know, at 70%, like that's going to show. You yeah. Know what I mean? Right. Like, you're going to be looking for a way out okay. of a hard situation. But if, you know, you, you've 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 dealt with the adversity and you, you did it the right way i think that in a fight it it'll also come out you know i think that's one misconception people have about fighters i think they think that we're like these brute animals that you know just are just crazy and we go in there with like <laughs> anger problems and we all come from <laughs> troubled homes and and we're just doing this because it's the only thing that we can do but in reality you know, if you're going to compete at the highest level, like you need to be a super disciplined person that's very in tune with who they are. 
Otherwise, you know, it's going to catch up to you. You, I know what I mean? you might be able to get away with it for a little while, but eventually like it's going to catch right. up to you. It's, yeah. it's like with anything I tell, you know, like people just in any sport or anything that they do, it's like, you know, only your talent can only take you so far, yep. you know, you, your, your size or your whatever, it can only take you yeah. so far. You got to do the work and that's awesome. Yeah. And you know, you know, playing tennis. Yeah. Like, so there's some people that are like so talented <laughs> and they go so far, mm -hmm. but then, you know, someone that hit a ball a million times more than them comes and beats them. Yeah. It could be and, the smaller player, the whatever. It doesn't right. matter. That's why, you know, you got to always just be prepared because we all get that illusion of like, mm -hmm. you know, oh my God, well, look at look, look at the size or like he's not this or she's not that. And all of a sudden you're like, damn, they just surprised me. We were talking about just as simple as um, our last um, episode guest had said, you know, when people look at your Instagram stuff, you know, they just assume you're completely that person. Oh. All, all the time. Yeah. And it's like, that's not the way it is. So, um, yeah, you know, and you right now are just proving the fact that <laughs> because people think that, you know, we're just bruisers and that it's like, you know, it's, 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 a, it's something that you commit to. You don't get to where you are by yep. just doing that. Yeah. So you don't just show up. Yeah. Right. Just an angry kid that right. uh, got something to prove to his dad. <laughs> so I'm really good at fighting now. It's right. Like, that's not it. I mean, it takes, takes, I mean, to be good at anything, really, it takes, yeah. like, this crazy level of dedication, and you really got to have your shit together, so. Do I you, mean, um, do you ever go into something, um, um, and I'm obviously, like I said, we, you're, I'm sure you're always getting better at your craft, so are you always learning new things, or do you, do you have this core thing that, you know, that that's your thing, and that's what I need to keep continuously get it, getting better at? You know how they always say sometimes where it's like, don't, um, don't do too many things. Just do what you're best at and just we'll just kind of tweak it here and there. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, so I, mean, I think in fighting and maybe maybe it's true in tennis too, like you're only as good as your basics. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I mean, if you're not fundamentally sound in the places that, you know, you're going to go into in a fight or in a match, um, it's going to show. Okay. You know what I mean? So I think a huge part and the, like the hardest part, I think for most young athletes and, and people that are going to commit to MMA is doing the same thing a million times mm -hmm. until it becomes second nature and you can do it the right way every single time and then doing it a million more times. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Be so I think everyone thinks that like we're constantly like we're constantly evolving and finding new ways to do everything. But if, if you study MMA and you study most sports, like there people do find better ways to do things, okay. but eventually you end up going back to basics. You okay. know what I mean? Like the best guys in the world just do the simplest things better than everyone right. else. Which people don't realize, by the day way. Would you know? And day out. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a great that's answer. A really yeah. answer. It's just like the simplicity really, really well. of like everything you're doing, just doing it very, very well and executing things that are, that everyone knows just better than anyone else can execute it. You know, there's a, uh, Andre Ward, a boxer. He, he, he talked about that. he, he was speaking to a bunch of young kids and he basically said, he was like, listen, he was like, I can teach you all kinds of cool stuff. He's like, but today we're going to do one thing and we're going to do it for four hours. I love that. And he's like, because like, you're only as good as your basics. Right. Like that's like your foundation. If your foundation is shit, like it's going to come out. You're not going to make it to the places that you want to go. So, I mean, I spent a lot of time learning other things and, and, you know, like any athlete, Which, right. learning of other course. things, of right? Course. Yeah. But then also honing back into like, hey, this is actually what works for me right. and my body type and the way that I compete. Um, and it takes forever to do that. But, uh, you know, also I've had a lot of really, really good people in my corner that have been like, hey, right. 
Like, yeah, that's cool. That looks really cool. But this is what works. They you ground know? you, yeah, right? Exactly. So he said a very good answer, Jamie. And yeah, I like you a lot, Cody. We're going to get along <laughs> great. You. You're awesome, man. Um, so in my tenant teaching, like I always, uh, when people come to me, they go, they like their second list, they go, so are we going to learn our backhand yet? And I go, yeah. you know what? You're going to stick to your forehand until you get it right. And I go, and trust me, when I, when I finally say, hey, we're going to work on backhand, that means you have the foundation of that side that I'm happy with. Right. So now we'll move to the next one. I go, mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to give you where most coach will give you everything at once. And you come back next time and go, so how do I hold that grip again? I go, no, you're going to, mm -hmm. you're going to learn it and do it, do it until it. I right. say it's done. I don't care if it's 10 lessons down the road and you're right. still standing on that service line, you're going to get right. it done. You know, now some people pick it up faster than others like anything right. else, mm -hmm. but, um, but everyone wants to, um, I, and, and they appreciate that by the way, which I'm sure for you, um, you have that foundation now where it's appreciative and that's same as like relationships as well. We got to do the work on this shit all the time. You I just agree. can't go in there with the, uh, what is it like with the swirly maneuver when you're in bed with some girl for the first time, it's never worked before. <laughs> oh my I'm going to try that new maneuver. Yeah. And it's like, just stick to your fucking basics. You know? yeah. I saw this on a, <laughs> I heard about this in a podcast. I'm, gonna give a <laughs> I'm going for the gold. Yeah. So I'm reading this book right now and, uh, I, I saw this move in there and I'm just going to try it. You yeah. know, you don't even mention it to your part. You're just going to yeah. just do it and like, Ooh, that was an epic fail. You know, yeah. it's like, just stick to your face and yeah. go with that. So yeah. yeah. Do, what you know. yeah. <laughs> do, do, do what you know. <laughs> All right, Jamie, oh, what good. else do you want to ask Cody today? I have a lot of questions Keep for going. Cody, but, um, but I, you know, back to what you said, um, the basics I know with my martial arts training, a lot of times I was looking to push forward and we'd be in there training like basic. I'm like, I'm just ready to like get in the ring and, and fight. And I'm like, why are we doing this for yeah. two fucking hours? And we're right. only fighting for 10 minutes. Right. And then finally, when I, you know, I did get my black belt, I said, I almost felt like I made it. And my coach is like, this is just the fucking beginning. <laughs> yeah. Like now it starts. Yeah. This is, this is where your training really Right. Um, really begins. Um, same thing with firearms. There's so many people that just want to get the ammo and the firearm. And I'm like, dude, you're not even there yet. Like, let's work on your draw. Let's see your grip. Let's like what's your trigger finger mm -hmm. doing. So, right. um, so I think it, it's good to like reel it back in and fine tune those basics. Um, with dating though, mm -hmm. um, relationships, like what are the basics for you? Communication. Okay. Great answer. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that, and that is like, I say that because that's something I've always really struggled with. You know what I mean? They're like, so how was your day? What'd you do today? I was like, I, I worked out. It's a pretty good day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I'm not uh, super open and uh, like a sharing person. Like I said, I come from a small town. I'm like a s small town guy. I'm not going to say that I'm like a... I'm like a man's man that that pretty much like doesn't talk to his Ooh, wife so and isn't open to new ideas. But how are you getting better at that? Because I'm like you, I, like I, my partner's like, hey, how was your day? I'm like, good. He's like, what's with the one word answers? And I'm like, <laughs> I got to put my phone down. I have to put my phone down. I need to eliminate all distractions and have a conversation. Otherwise, I get halfway through telling something and then the next thing I know I'm on my phone, I'm doing oh, something, gotcha. I'm researching something. So I literally have to like put everything away and, and be conscious of be like, present, be present. Exactly. You know, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. I and mean, that, that helps in yeah. all aspects of life, just being present. Um, and listening, <laughs> like listening, not like, like going back to the phone, you know what I mean? You're telling me a story and, I'm like, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? And I'm looking at my phone and like, because whatever you're telling me, like maybe it's something about like my girlfriend's telling me about something that happened at work and, and 
like she knows that I probably have zero interest in like what some patient did, you know, and it ends up being a 10 minute story and she lost me at two minutes, but like me, like zoning in and focusing and like responding. Yeah. And like, that sounds so silly and so basic, but like I've had to do that because, you know, like, and I've never done that in any other relationships, but like, I care about this person enough to like, yeah, you're doing the like, work. That's a basic and it goes that. a long, yeah. mm-hmm. a long huge way. huge long way. It's everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's everything. And then, do you catch yourself, like you said now, and I'm sure, cause I've, I mean, I'm listening and we all do it. Like you're in the conversation all of a sudden like, like oh yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, fuck, put your phone. Like you have to yeah. almost check in with yourself, right? I'll go, I'll mm-hmm. go set it somewhere else. Okay. Okay. <laughs> set it away from me because <laughs> if it's close enough to me that like it can distract me, like Someone texts me and I'm like, yeah, and then I'm just gone. And yeah. Then, and then she's mad because I just interrupted her story and, you know, like I'm her person and like, well, at I least she totally calls you on it. Yeah. At least she calls you on it though. So that's a good thing. She'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, what, what? <laughs> you know, put it down. Put it down. But like I said, it's, it's a, like, like I failed at it a million times before I was like, okay, you know, I actually want this to work and like, I know how to make things work. Right, but I have to put the effort into doing yeah. it. Yeah, you know? I think you're doing an amazing yeah. job. It's it's what yeah, you it's, yeah. You got to go through the process. It's just everything. You have to talk process, to her man. before you say that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting better. I'll say that. I'm getting a lot better. What's the bigger fight? You know, you being prepared to go in it with her or in the ring? <laughs> uh, in the ring, definitely. <laughs> okay. I mean, if, it, if it was as hard as it, as MMA, there's no way I wouldn't laugh. Uh, no, I mean, I mean that's the thing about uh, like a good relationship. Yeah. It really shouldn't be like strain. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you have to put work in, right? Absolutely. You have, to, you have to be there. You have to be present. You have to, you have to, you know, a lot time together. Um, but also it shouldn't really feel strained. You know what I mean? Like I can be myself. You know what I mean? Like you can only put on a, some bullshit facade for someone That's for true. so long. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, I feel like when you first start dating someone, you guys are both trying to like put your best foot forward yeah. and, you know, give them, give them your A game. Yeah. But eventually you're going to slip and you're going to show them, you know, who you actually are. And like with with Sydney, my girlfriend, I was like that from day one. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I was like I had no intentions of of dating her. Uh, we were just friends. Um another one. But I just want to chalk okay. that up. Because so many people think when you're friend zoned, like it's game over. Yeah. I always say to guys, it's the best fucking place to be. Right. Yeah. So here we go again. I don't he said, that. I don't know what you're talking about. So stop it. I don't. He, I mean, he just said no, I know, they I, were I, friends I, in yeah, the beginning. I heard that. I'm just saying that I feel like, and and there's nothing wrong with that. I I'm in agreement with both of you guys. So I'm gonna backtrack. So for myself, like every girl that I've just met, we've and I and I pursued in that because that's who became my long-term relationship. Let's just say mm-hmm. it that way. Um, because but also, once again, I'm, I'm always listening and I'm in tune with myself and who I'm with to know, okay, is this the one that I'm going to pursue for that reason? Right. Um, I don't need the friend zone for that because I think that I get enough of the big picture at the beginning anyways, because that's just me. So I'm just saying for myself. Um, so like even with Jamie now, you know, my girlfriend now, it's yeah. like that thing where it's like, you know, um, when I first met her in our reconnection, it's just the thing where... I just know, and I know th- that I've already put in enough work and know the work to do about how we do all this whole thing anyways, that, okay, I know the work that I need to put in to make it work anyways, and so the formula stays the same. So for me, this is why I'm doing this anyways, Cody, because it's like, I feel like I have enough confidence and enough knowledge and know-how about staying in this and doing it the right way. 
That's why we have this podcast in the first place, making sure people do it the right way. So I'm agreement with both you guys for sure. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like, but I also, I'm just going the flip side of it, just saying that, okay. you know. Okay. Okay. I feel so, like. Sorry to cut yeah. you off. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm just, Can we just yeah. like. No, you're, right. no, you're I fine. just went and, a, and, and uh, I, agree, I agree with everything that you're saying, mm-hmm. but with me personally, I feel like uh, because I was, we'll say a player when I was yeah, young. Right. And I knew how to like put. You know what I mean? Be that guy. Be, the, put be that, that charming guy. Put the best yep. foot forward mm-hmm. and show you just the things I want to show you. Right. Really, really good at it. Um, I'm really, really good at it. I was okay <laughs> at it. I was decent <laughs> at it. You know what I mean? I'm short. I'm okay looking. So I feel like I had to make up for that with, right. with other, you know what I mean? With, with other things. But uh, I realized that doesn't work. It's not real. You know right. what I mean? And, right. And like if, if, I, if I go into it thinking... Like okay, I want to pursue this girl as a like a potential relationship. I do that. I just naturally go to that. I and then I'm putting. I'm trying to woo this person, okay. and then eventually, you know what I mean. That wears off. Yeah, and then like you said, and that then, facade is gone, and yeah, the real you is now there. And then she's like, "Whoa, what the hell?" You right. Know? And I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to. Well, I had no intentions of of dating this person, so I didn't. I never did that. You know what I mean? And and actually, like, she didn't either. So it it. It worked out. Isn't that funny how that happens yeah. though, like that? Yeah, so how we, long were you friends before you were actually like, hey, I'm serious and I want to like pursue this? Uh, I mean, so we knew each other for a few months and we'd hung out. So my best friend and his wife, that's how it ended up happening. They were friends. The girls were friends. We were friends. We always ended up together. And like, you know, I, mm. I took a crack at it a few times. Right. Like I was trying to, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, and she just, she just kept turning me down. So I just gave up. I'm like, all right, well, she's not interested in me like that. And so we ended up like literally just going out. And like, I actually invited other friends thinking that like maybe they would hit it off. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It never happened. And then, you know, we just had a good time together. We just en- enjoyed each other's company and eventually... Yeah, what was the aha you know, moment? What was that moment of I like... Mean, we, I mean, we we hooked up and then it worked. And that didn't necessarily complicate things, though. You know what I mean? I feel like normally that that, that complicates everything. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it, I'm not one of those people that is... I'm, I'm not great at... Uh, just casual sex with people, you know what I mean? Like some people are really good at that and I'm just not, I'm not that guy. And, and, and normally that it, it would complicate everything, but with her, it didn't, it didn't do that. Like we were still friends. We still enjoyed hanging out. And then, you know, we did that. And then eventually it was just like, listen, like we go out to dinner together. We hook up, we spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Like we're what dating. Are we doing? We're yeah. dating. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're dating. So. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, Hey, you know, get on one knee. You want to be my girlfriend. It was yeah, like, yeah. Hey, we do all these things together already. We like each other. We're dating. Did anyone you know from the I mean? outside see that before you guys? In oh, the yeah, way? yeah. You know, like, right now, are you guys going to like make this official? You know, same way people ask me, like, are you, when are you going to yeah. get married? Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? I'm like, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. That's, that's not a great like story. That. Really good story. Okay. And then one more personal question. You can pass or answer. When you have a fight coming up, do you have sex? Yes. Okay. Right. What is the thing with the athletes don't, that don't like have sex before like a big fight or a game? Weird. That's, yeah, that's I haven't weird. heard of that. I don't know. Like, that, yeah. <laughs> so that was like a. It was like not a, you. No, I just said not I haven't you. heard of that. I don't know. That. Not me. I'm just, have you heard of people that do yeah, that yeah, yeah, though? Yeah, I know no. fighters okay. that do that. Right. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't do that because, I guess I think initially it was like they're trying to keep their testosterone up. Yes. And I'm like, my testosterone's a lot higher when <laughs> like you release getting down. Yeah. Like, yeah. That that doesn't make any sense to me, but I mean, I guess if you're if you're 
the only time it would make sense, like, because I've heard this actually from like a uh, like a scientific standpoint, yes. is like if you never have sex and you start having sex like a week before, you know, an event or something, it actually does lower your testosterone. But okay. if you're if you constantly do it, it's actually healthier for you. So I mean, no, nothing changes in that regard. Like, okay, coming up to so a you're fight. not like holding out. No. Being like you're not getting this stick. Oh, no, I feel like <laughs> right? I feel like it's the best stress relief in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like let's let's be honest. It, it, I, I'm not. Uh, I'd want to do it more. It almost sounds like you just said and just made me realize that it almost becomes a superstition to people as well. I think, it, I think that's know? what it is. Maybe right. mental. Yeah, but they, there's scientific thing. proof behind it that people state, and I'm just like, I'm not going to argue like science. Um, and at the end of the day, it's all in like what works for you. Yeah. So what works for me mm-hmm. may not necessarily work for you and vice versa. Right. So I was just, I was just yeah. curious. Can you imagine though? Like, I mean, I guess I would be like pent up aggressive. If, <laughs> like you then know, you went, just like, like a, f- a fight camp could right. be three months. Right. You know what I mean? Like, wow. You're around, you're sniffing other for three months. You're like, nope, stay away from yeah. me. Don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch me. Right. I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> that's just strange. You know what I mean? Right. Like that kind of leads me into a segue on like, which, how's your recovery? You know, like since we're going the segue, just letting go of release. Oh how's your recovery gosh. after a fight, by the way? Like, what is your timing? Like, how do you get uh, back out there? And, you know, I know you I mean, need it, that time. It depends. I mean, sometimes you get pretty banged up. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, so, I mean, I've had, I've had fights where, I actually tore my ACL in a fight, like the last 30 seconds of a fight. And oh. I was out for, you know, a long time. Jesus. Broken yeah. hands, like okay. things. I mean, it could be a year before you fight again, before what? you're healthy enough to fight Cody, again. Cody, what's your fight record? I'm 19 and four. It's oh, a good record. Yeah. Wow. I think overall I'm 45 and four or something. Wow. That's wow. amazing. But, that's yeah. pretty yeah. incredible. I have a lot, a lot of fights. I have a lot of fights. We've got a champion in this room, people. That's, right? that's impressive. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. Man. All right. Yeah. What else? Got anything uh, I else? I mean... I love our I guests. Could, yeah. I mean I, I could, wanna... I mean, I could keep going, but I feel like you have... We have, like, taken up a lot of your time. <laughs> like, we so were a little behind, y'all. and he right, was, like, super patient with us. Oh, and thank then, you. Um, thank like, you. Like, yeah, on it was schedule, a, it was a, so. It was interesting. I'm telling you, I was <laughs> sitting in the... Call it the green room. Um listening to the podcast before and we had a like, full-on like porn discussion right. i was so afraid that we were gonna i actually texted him because i'm like shit he's probably listening to like uh what's going on in here and like what the fuck did i now, get myself into? into i'm out of here i was right. so afraid we were gonna walk in there and he was gonna be like i'm out <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> but, but wait my, scared. I'm going home. here's my main thought question though did it make you think about a lot of things though you're saying uh, i was, I was thinking about all kinds of like, stuff damn. actually i was thinking about how uh how everyone like with like the act like you were talking about how like you used to like see your dad's playboy magazine and like you'd like look at a picture and now like you just pull your phone out and you can look at a thousand different videos of people having sex right you know what i mean right what does that do to young people Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that's scary and i'd never thought about that and i was like sitting there like oh my god yeah could you imagine how this was when you said when you're younger think about your younger days i mean if you had that access it's just mind-blowing so uh, another thing that's interesting too and not to like get back on the whole porn train but um (laughs) porn train (laughs) um so i have i have an ex that you know he watched he watched porn but i you guys it doesn't like stop there we were he watched live porn so i'm like what is live porn? Like I'd never heard of it. And it's literally where you tell them what to do. Oh, wow. So you're okay. like interacting. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, that's right. kind of like, wait, is borderline this like 
is this like a yeah. FaceTime? Like, and, and you're like paying for this. So it made, it didn't make me feel like good inside. How, how can I was you feel like, turned on your typing shit in the first place? I, I mean, I don't good. know, but insane. it's just imagine? all these is things that, that are like readily available <laughs> yes, that, that I'm cheating? like, what the fuck is this? I feel like that's cheating. That's by the way, I feel like, like you're that's cheating. You're like way. teetering right there. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, uh, I would be upset. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, that's a whole, that's, yeah. What have you caught someone doing that? You know what I mean? They're having like a conversation with someone who's like, like take off your clothes. That's like, like going to a private you, show, right? Like guys, smart, that's so the equivalent of going to a private whole, show. So that whole thing, that's Strange why I'm just like, that dynamic's not going to work for yeah, me because right. I already feel like I'm super sexual. So if you're going there, then maybe I'm just not that person right. for you, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone's able to do what they want. But for me, it's just not, not going to work. I hear you. So, I agree with I you. Do that. Crazy. Yeah. Freaked out by that. Yeah. Yeah, you got me something else to think about. I oh, got some God. new topics. No, new topics though. Yeah. Yeah. New but topics that is a, bring yeah. that up. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that cheating? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Do you, like, I do mean, you think that's cheating? At the time when I was like in it, I didn't look at it that way, but it made me really like dissect my relationship and it didn't work. I, I think we ended things like a, shortly after that because it made me think. I was right, like, yeah. E, I don't know if this is what going to work course, for me of course. Yeah. in the long term. But me not having asked those questions, I would have never known that. Yeah. So reminds me of like the phone, the up. phone stuff, you know, like the phone, if you're talking to have sex, you know, phone, whatever, you know, when you call those yeah, yeah. numbers and stuff, that's the oh, same thing, like, right? People still do that. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm don't just know. wondering, but it's the new equivalent of that though. Yeah, you know, it's, it's still, you're talking to someone physically. And like you're, you're telling them what to do, but you yeah. can literally see. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to be sad. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. We didn't mean to take you on that path. <laughs> yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll get off that train. As Jamie would say, that train. So, All right, Cody, is there anything you want to plug? Thank you so much yeah, for coming Yeah, what do you have coming up? Tonight, Where can we yeah. see you? Where mm-hmm. can What's we find next? you? Uh, everything. I mean, I'm mostly on Instagram. Just Cody Stamen. Um, next event? Next fight? Uh, I don't have anything scheduled. scheduled. Okay. I'm okay. going to have something scheduled before the end of the year, but there are so many. It's hard... Um, when you get ranked, it's a lot harder. You can't just fight whoever you want. There, oh, there's it's, kind of a there's a smaller number of people that you can fight, mm. and the timing has to work out. So it takes a little bit longer for things to happen. But I think I'll end up fighting probably December. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Do a lot more people get involved here. in that at this now that you know what I mean? Like, is anything like the higher you get in ranking, now more people involved in your life? Is is that true or? Yeah, I think I think you definitely get a lot more attention. Okay. Um. But uh, do you do you care? I don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good you know answer. I mean, like I'm terrible. Yeah. I'm like I, even like with social media and stuff. Like I've never given a shit about it. You know what I mean? Like until I was like, dude, you wake up. You got. You need to like. You need to do this stuff. You need yeah. to like promote yourself. Um. So like the attention was never something I cared about. But right. also, you know what I mean? Like I would like to be able to influence things in a way that maybe other people haven't. Maybe. You know what I mean? Use my platform for something good. I don't want to be a heel. I don't want to be, I would like to be a role model. I'd like to be someone that's like. What's one area decent. that you'd like to bring a little more attention to? Um, I honestly, lately I've been thinking I, I would like to, I would like to promote the outdoors and the guns and the things like that ah. a lot more, but in a way that maybe isn't, um, so there's a, there's a show called meat eater and they focus everything around like, okay, like when you go hunting, you hunt f- because you're trying to like, you know, bring something home. It isn't trophy hunting. You do Mm -hmm. it because Mm -hmm. it's a sustainable way to get food on the table. You know what I mean? And then to like bring light to that and maybe shed a different light on 
on hunting and shooting and not necessarily the light of like, hey, this is all about killing something because that's right. not what it's about. No, you know it's I mean? not. It's about, it's, it's about something else. And I think that if more people understood it, that more people would want to get into it. More people, even if you don't want to get into it, you wouldn't look at it in such a negative way. Right. You know, I think that that is something that I would definitely like to do. Uh, and even in the gun industry, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, it's like taboo. Like you're going to lose every time you pull something with a gun. Some people are just mm-hmm. going to be like, that's not okay. Right. You know what I mean? Like that is strange. And I'm like, well, guns are a reality. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going away. People have them. Um, but if, you know, the right people aren't endorsing them and they're doing them in it, doing it in the right way, not the way that they have in the past, mm-hmm. I think that more people mm-hmm. would, would accept it for sure. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, um, I, I might have, um, something for you. So, um, I'll share with you after it's, um, called Epic shoot and it's where they, um, you know, bring out a certain amount of people. Um, but it's like an all positive experience. So we, we can talk about that after I can share yeah, some information cool. with you. So I think it might be something that, um, you know, both sides could potentially benefit from. Yeah. It's like this so. weekend, this weekend, it was like a super fun, casual event yeah. there wasn't like it was very safe mm-hmm. you know i think there were a lot of people like there was a lot of ufc fighters that i know don't shoot guns but they left there being like dude this is actually really cool right yeah. this is fun right. like this was like this was like therapy for me like i really enjoyed doing this was this and like a first a first this i think it's first time this event yeah okay yeah, yeah I, so i hear that often from a lot of like doctors and lawyers and i'm always like surprised like that's their like release where they can go focus and they shut everything else out and that's what I found it to be for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, right. it was more about focusing on the sport aspect that I always say doesn't get the attention it deserves because they're literally like athletes putting in the work just like any other of course. Um, mm-hmm. sports player. Um, same with hunting. Um, I, I say that it's a good skill to know in case anything happened, would you be able to, um, sustain yourself and your family? Like, could you bring food home if something were to happen where we couldn't get food at the grocery store? So I feel like it's a skill that it's a good skill to have if need be. So, um, absolutely. And not only that, but like even more than like actual hunting, like I find myself just, I just enjoy the outdoors. Right? I, do too. I, mean, I think a lot of people started realizing that like, you know, with COVID and everything that happened, I mean like all the sales for guns and then camping equipment, campers, mm-hmm. like all these things have gone up exponentially. It's cause I think people like finally, maybe for the first time, like got out of the city and went no, outside. A lot of people and they were rediscovered. Like, this is nice. Yeah. yeah. A lot this of people peaceful. that I know read like discovered and rediscovered just going out to the wilderness and just even just going outdoors in general yeah. you know it's it's like we all just like went out Took for the first everyone. time everybody was like with their eyes squinty and looking yeah. at the sun you know yeah. it's like what the hell is out here and it's, it's hot out here yeah <laughs> <laughs> sucks <laughs> uh, groundhog's day on that yeah. one let's go yeah. back in i love it oh my god cody you've been amazing man thank you so yeah. much for Thanks coming for on um yeah fun. we will have guys make sure you follow cody stamen on his instagram and just keep up with this guy because he's one to watch and jamie anything you want to plug before yeah we leave? let us know when when you have your next fight coming up because yeah, we'd love to like cheer you on and watch you and i'm so I grateful will. um that we were able to get you in here like last minute so thank you Very for, appreciative. for thank being you so a, much. a team player and hanging out with us today i'm on the team yeah <laughs> this is fun. good i like team 
players. So. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, once again, oh, we forgot. Oh, we've got one little thing. Hold on here. We got to ask yeah, him a we, question. We have, He's we not have escaping this. No, I see. I, thought, I, I, dude. I, in the back of my head, it was uh, there. I just like, you know. Oh, I no. I was like, we are not. I was like, what were you doing? You're going to escape him. Okay, so here's the question. We had a long weekend. Yes, we did. We had a lot going on. All right, so this, and this is an easy one. So this is a question. Some The topic's called backsliding. I've been in many relationships, and when I have bad vibes, I am so ready to end it. What are the exercises I can do to make me reevaluate and consider reconciliation as an option? It sounds like to me that he basically, when he starts feeling uh, um, something going wrong in the relationship, he bails out right away. Bails or right in away. the someone he's dating, he just bails. Uh, I mean, I think... You need to talk to that person about how right? you're feeling. Yeah. As simple as that. And also, you know, you got to be real with yourself. And if it's if it's a red flag that you absolutely can't deal with, um, then you need to get out. Yeah. You need to rip off the Band-Aid and just get out, clean break, be done. Because I know a lot of people that are like, now nah, they did something that I really, really didn't like. And they kind of push them away and they reel them back in and mm -hmm. they end up in this really unhealthy Back, back and, and forth, forth thing yeah. that is just, and I've done it. Everyone I know has done it. Um, so, I mean, either talk to them or if it is something that is an absolute deal breaker, make it a deal breaker, end it clean. Right. Yeah, you mm -hmm. said it because you don't want anyone, you don't want to be looking in the rearview mirror all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, um, what do you think, Jamie, on this one? Um, I think there's always the non-negotiables and I say cut it off. Um, you know, for me, I have my three, four and um, everything else deserves um, an open, honest conversation. Right. But what if, but so, what if in this, from what I got out of that, what yeah. if he is, uh, for instance, like, you know, he's just feeling nervous because she's feeling in a mood or something. And all of a sudden he's not picking up the, what if, you know, she could be in a mood. It's just the wrong vibe. That he's takes He's breaking time. up this girl all of a yeah. sudden. Just I mean, it yeah. because sounds he like a him problem. But that's what yeah. I think. I it's just don't think problem. he wants to get hurt. So he bails out before he thinks he's going to get hurt, which is so, so weird. So he's going to keep repeating that process and it's right. a pattern until but that's he why can learn to like identify and communicate. Right. So he has to be able to bring that to the table and communicate it. Yeah. You hear it that backslider? as being like, hey, is everything cool? Yeah. That's as simple as that backslider. You got to ask the questions. I mean, Cody and Jamie said it correctly. You just can't run away from all your problems, man. So you got to yeah. really stand, stay in the trenches for God's Start sake. You can, but you're going to get pretty tired. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true Life's too. So pick, pick your battles correctly and know, at least know the right reasons why you're in something. And if it's the wrong reason, get the fuck out of it. Right. Mm -hmm. I right. agree. I agree. Do we all drop the mic on that one? Woo! All right. All right, guys, that's another episode. If uh, please keep your questions coming and uh, Jamie, where can they find you on social media and stuff? Jamie underscore Villamore. All right. And Cody, where can they find you once again? C-O-D-Y-S-T-A-M-A-N-N. -N. All right, guys, you know where you can find me at Anything Dating Intelligence, the podcast on Instagram. And you can find me if you need to email me at Christopher at dating-intelligence.com. All right, guys, that's another episode. It's been great today. And all right, we are out. Mm -hmm.